0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to Storytime with me, Sammy! Now before we begin, I'm gonna give you a bit of a warning. This story is not a happy one. From start to finish, it's very, very sad. It's about a girl who isn't treated very well at home and she goes out into the snow, in the cold, trying to sell matches. And I won't ruin the ending, but I think if you are sensitive or very, very young, You should probably have a parent or guardian watch this before you do. This story is called The Little Match Girl. Shall we begin? The Little Match Girl, written by Hans Christian Andersen, but edited by me, Sammy. It was so terribly cold. Snow was falling and it was almost dark. Evening came on the last day of the year. In the cold and gloom, a poor little girl, bareheaded and barefoot, Was walking through the streets. Of course, when she left the house, she had slippers on, but what good had they been? They were very big slippers, way too big for her, that they belonged to her mother. The little girl had lost them while running across the road, when two carriages rattled by terribly fast. One slipper she had not been able to find again, and a young boy had ran off with the other. And so, the girl walked on her naked feet, which were red and blue due to the cold. In an old apron, she carried several packages of matches, and she held a box of them in her hand. Usually she would sell them to passers-by, but nobody had bought any from her all day long, and no one had given her a cent. Shivering with cold and hunger, she crept along, a picture of misery. Poor little girl. The snowflakes fell on her long blonde hair, which hung in pretty curls all down her neck. In the windows, lights were shining, and there was a wonderful smell of roast goose, for it was New Year's Eve. Oh, how she longed for the warmth behind those windows. In a corner formed by two houses, one of which stretched further out into the street than the other, she sat down and drew up her little feet under her. It was getting colder and colder, but she did not dare to go home. For she had sold no matches, nor earned a single cent, and her father would surely be very angry with her. Besides, it was cold at home, for they had nothing over them but a roof which the wind whistled through, even though the biggest cracks had been stuffed with straw and rags. Her hands were completely numb with cold. Oh, how one little match might warm her! If only she could take one from the box and rub it against the wall to warm her hands. She drew one out and lit it. Oh, how it sputtered and burned. It made a warm, bright flame like a little candle. As she held her hands over it, it gave off a strange light. It really seemed to the little girl as if she was sat beside a great iron stove with shining brass knobs and a brass cover. Oh, how wonderfully the fire burned how comfortable it was. Then the youngster stretched out her feet to warm them too, but the little flame went out and the stove vanished. And suddenly she only had the remains of a burnt match in her hand. She struck another match against the wall. It burned brightly and when the light fell upon the wall, it became transparent like a thin veil. She could see through it into a room. On the table was a snow white cloth spread and on that stood a shining dinner service. The roast goose steamed gloriously stuffed with apples and prunes and what was still better the goose jumped down from the dish and waddled along the floor with a knife and fork in its breast right over to the little girl. Then the match went out and once again she could only see a thick cold wall. She lit another match And then, she was sitting under the most beautiful Christmas tree. It was much larger and more beautiful than the one she had seen last Christmas through the glass door at a rich merchant's home. Thousands of candles burnt on the green branches, and colourful Christmas cards like those in print shops looked down at her. The little girl reached both of her hands towards them. Then, the match went out, but the Christmas lights mounted higher. She saw them now as bright stars in the sky. One of them fell down, forming a long light of fire, a shooting star. Someone must have died, thought the little girl, for her old grandmother, the only person who had truly loved her, and who had long since passed away, had told her, when a star fell down, a soul went up to heaven. She rubbed another match against the wall and it became bright again and in the glow her old grandmother stood clear and shining and kind and lovely. Grandmother, cried the little girl, oh take me with you. I know you will disappear when this match has burned out. You will vanish like the warm stove and the wonderful roast goose and the big beautiful Christmas tree. She quickly struck the whole pack of matches for she wished to keep her grandmother with her and the matches burned with such a glow, it became brighter than daylight. Grandmother had never looked so grand and beautiful. She took the little girl in her arms, and both of them flew in brightness and joy above the earth. Very, very high. Up here, it was neither cold, nor hunger, nor fear. They were in heaven. But in the corner, leaning against the wall, sat the little girl with shining red cheeks and a smiling mouth, frozen on the last day of the year. The child sat there, stiff and cold, holding the matches, of which one bundle was very nearly burnt out. She wanted to warm herself, the people said. No one imagined what beautiful things she had seen, and how happily she had gone, with her old grandmother, into the bright new year. The end. It's not often that I read a story that's sad all the way through. Even the saddest fairy tales usually have a happy ending. But I wanted to show that this story is a great example that not everybody's life is happy, and not everyone gets that happy ending that we so desperately hope for as humans. So, be kind and courteous and loving, even to complete strangers. Why make somebody else's day worse just to make yourself feel better? At the end of the day, you don't know what that person has gone through or is going through at that moment. And in this time where everything is so uncertain, we don't know if we can go outside, we don't know if our businesses can open. It's better to be kind. And while we're on the subject, call your family and your friends and check up on them. Make sure they're okay, because the only way we are going to get through all of this is to stay connected as people, and to stay loving and courteous. And if you think that you've got nobody to listen to you, or you're struggling, go on my Facebook, Facebook slash Storytime with Sammy, and send me a message, and I'll be happy to listen to you, and happy to talk to you. Thank you for listening. Bye guys.